Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, that was depressing as hell. That was and awesome. I'm sure you guys are about to be depressed, too, because Lindsay's not here. <laughs> she's not feeling well, and she's at home. And so I have been left to my own devices with these guys, Gerald and Flex. And unlike the Phoenix Suns, when someone is not 100%, we let them sit out and rest. Yeah. And we send them home. Yeah, we send them home. Great point. We don't let Great them play. Point. Great That's point. It. So, uh, God Great bless. <laughs> <sighs> that was a big dull dud and uh, not, not great. But you know, let's let's get into it. Devin Booker right off the bat, we're like he, we saw him sprain his ankle. Mm. We saw him visibly upset on the sideline, mm. and then I think we were all shocked that he came back into the game, <laughs> and he came back into the game like he had a club foot. Yeah, and he was not a factor. He hit one shot. He was obviously limited, obviously injured. I'm not sure why we're pushing the issue in game number 18 against the Toronto Raptors on the road. I don't get it. Yeah. No, it makes no sense, and it's it's a bad look. I, I think it's a completely bad look. I mean, I'm hoping this doesn't become something more because, man, he was useless, bro. He was useless. <laughs> he was. And, and I'm going to call a spade a spade. That's just not a good look for him. It's not a good look for the coaching staff. Somebody has to be the adult in the room and say, yo, bro, it ain't working, dude. Get better. Sit this out. Let's put somebody out there that can play defense, that can make a shot, that can do something on the basketball court. That was pathetic. That was that was bad. We've we've had this conversation so many times about Devin Booker where he someone needs to protect him from himself, yeah. whether it's on the coaching staff, a teammate. I don't I don't yeah. know. In the heat of that moment, you're only going to be hearing from the training staff, maybe the coaches, maybe a teammate. But someone has to protect him for himself. I I respect the hell out of him for wanting to help his team at all times, for being the competitive maniac that he is. Yeah. But this feels very easily like something that could stretch into a couple of games now, depending on the severity. And it's and it was a fluke injury. Like it sucks. Yeah. You know, jumping through the air to pass, landed on somebody's ankle. That you can't do anything about that. That shit happens. But what you can do is minimize the damage caused by it because once that adrenaline. The, the Advil, the painkillers, whatever you're on wears off, yeah. that shit's going to swell up. And yeah. now we're going to be looking at a situation where you've got a back-to-back against Denver and Memphis Friday and Saturday. You're traveling home, so you're in the air the whole time. Uh, and we've got the in-season tournament on Tuesday. We were just talking about how fun that's going to be and how the Suns were going to get their revenge on the Lakers. And now it's like, well, shit, we don't even know who's going to be available now. Yeah, it's it's super disappointing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't, 
Listen, it would be one thing if everybody on the team was just playing like ass. Nobody was able to step up. But Jordan Good was playing pretty well. Playing well. Mm-hmm. And he was caught he was getting a uh, getting us a couple uh second chance opportunities. Uh yeah. he hit some tough shots. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't he wasn't just some, you know, some casual mm-hmm. off the bench. Like he was playing at a high level. Yeah. So the fact that we replaced him with a with a basically like a 10% book I, like I know we all love book, but damn man, like that didn't help us at all. That didn't help. And I, that's I, at I'm, the end of the day, that's that's really if you're out there and you can help us and you're yeah. still fifty percent, okay. Mm-hmm. But if you're out there and you're just you're basically like basically halfway through his time on the court, Toronto basically realized yeah. he was more just a decoy than anything else. Yeah. So they just sagged off of him. That he wasn't even a threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean this this may sound crazy because this was a bad game from the jump. It just felt weird. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe if Devin doesn't come back, we could have won this game. Mm-hmm. The minute he came back in, it just didn't feel right. We playing five on four, dog. Yeah. We playing five on four, yeah. and it, I, I'm actually surprised Toronto didn't take more advantage of his yeah. ass. Yeah, because there there was some times I'm looking, I'm like, how are y'all not just going at this dude and forcing us to get him out of a game? Right. I was kind of hoping for that. I'm like, show that he can't defend on three straight possessions to get his ass out. Yeah, and he just refused to do it. And it left them out there, left us five on four. We had a way better chance with Goodwin tonight and on both ends, offense and defense. So, yeah, it sucks. It's one of those things. And, and I, I, again, I don't know who to blame. Like, you can't put – the player's always going to want to play, right? No, this blame is strictly on Frank Vogel. Right, It's strictly right. on Frank Vogel. Exactly. You gotta, like, you got to be able to have control of your team yeah. and see that somebody is not contributing and get them out. Like, Correct. I don't give a shit about Devin Booker's ego. Correct. Like – I don't care that he wants to play. Dude, you were limping. You yeah. were hurting us. Yeah. Like, you tell that to Devin Booker, and you sit his ass That's down. It. Point That's blank. it. Right. And you could see it right away when he was out there, with the way he was backpedaling. Yeah. looked like me backpedaling out there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could backpedal that fast. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, he wasn't initiating on offense when he was. He wasn't trying to turn the corner and attack. He was just trying to pass it off to somebody else. He was spotting up in the corners the whole time. Like, he wasn't, he wasn't himself physically, and he wasn't himself from a performance standpoint, like this is the third time in Devin Booker's career that he's attempted at least 12 shots and only made two. Third yeah. time in his entire career. Literally one of the worst shooting nights of his career. He wasn't helping the Suns in any capacity. This wasn't like a Willis Reed type moment playing some random Toronto team right. that you see once or twice a year on the it road. It wasn't the NBA Finals like like Saul saying. It's, right. fu- it's fucking game 18. Right. Like, what are we doing? We're trying to get Bradley Beal back here. We just got <laughs> Kevin Durant and now we're Right back in where where we were like a week ago. Back to how quickly life. how quickly back this shit shifts, man. <laughs> no, it's true. It's like how quick it shifts. Pre game, we're excited. Possible eight game win streak in season tournament on Tuesday. A good weekend of basketball coming, and just like that, now we're like shit. <laughs> you mentioned it pre uh, while we were watching. You're like, thank God it's Memphis Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I listen. I don't think listen. I they didn't play well tonight. Mm-hmm. at all from the mm-hmm. jump but they were still in the game yes yeah. i don't know how like mm-hmm. it felt like it should have been like a 20 30 point blowout because yeah. it felt like toronto was hitting everything yeah. and we couldn't hit anything uh but by the numbers as always presented by desert financial credit union arizona's number one credit union named by forbes will tell you this true story as to why this <laughs> game was as close as it was as soon as we pull up there it is the graphic there it is. Uh, you know, Toronto shot 45.2%. Uh, they shot 37% from three, both of them better than the Suns. Uh, and then the fast break points, 20 to 12, and points in the paint, 60 to 48. 
it felt like it should have been way bigger than a seven-point victory and really um, a three-point game or two-point game. Two it was point a two-point game, two game with about a minute and 30 seconds left to go. So yeah. I just – I don't really – I'm just I'm disappointed and I'm more cautious that now we've hurt ourselves in the long run more than we've helped ourselves in the short term. Agreed. And in this game, like credit to the Raptors defense. We talked about it before the game. They've got a lot of long, strong defenders. They've historically given the Suns problems offensively whenever they've gone to Toronto. It's a lot of long gentlemen on that team. I'm not going there. (laughs) Uh, But it was it was a lot of the same in the first half. Then the second half book rolls the ankle and you could just see it like from the three point, the quality of three point looks that we were getting a lot of them where ISOs, where KD was trying to go to work on his own. He was two for eight from three. Suns shot 27% from three as a team. When Book is not able to get in the lane and kick out and the ball's moving, we're not generating good threes, especially against a team like this. And what do we say in the pregame, fast break points, like the Raptors got 20 of them. That That was the game right there. That's the game. Yeah. It didn't feel right the whole game, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, from the jump, it just fell off. And, I, and I'm and i a little disappointed that they kind of went away from their identity during the seven-game stretch. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they started the game and completely took the ball out of Book's hand. Went to Katie, bringing the ball up. There was no movement. It looked very flat. And I'm sitting here and I'm wondering why. I'm like, man, listen, we just came off a seven-game win streak. The, the, everything's flowing. Mm-hmm. You can integrate KD. KD's good enough. To, to fit in in any system like you can integrate KD and continue to play the way you're playing and KD kind of soothe himself in mm-hmm. didn't feel like that it felt forced it felt like okay you're back KD here you go let's get back to ball watching and it just didn't feel right and then you know as the game progressed you saw what happened to Book and it just got worse I, I also thought, felt like this game was a, not a good matchup for Devin Booker nah. because of what he said about the length so, yeah. of the guys that they can throw at Devin Booker uh, Devin if anybody's going to bother Devin, it is going to be the the lengthier yeah. guards with the longer arms yeah. in the league. Scotty Barnes, yeah. OG Ananobi, those types of guys um, tend to make it a little bit more difficult on Book. He started off the game one for nine. Yeah. Like, it's not like he was lighting the world on fire. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem like he was even in a good rhythm to even run the offense. It felt yeah. like he was really herky-jerky the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, again, it was just a discombobulated effort all the way across the board. For just about everybody except for really a, a couple guys, and one of them we'll name in this next segment. But while we think about this game and maybe while you try to rationalize what the hell you just watched, <laughs> maybe you should just drink some Four Peaks to try and get it out of your system That'll or help. get something into your system to help you feel better. You uh, Four Peaks is one of the best uh, beers in the Valley, obviously, as you all know. You can go check out their 8th Street Pub. Check out Kilt Lifter. They're Pumpkin Porter right now. Like. They have all the bangers. You got to go out there, check it all out. And always, they always update their food every single week um, at the, the the pub. So check them out. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Um, one way you can afford Four Peaks sometimes if you're lucky, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is by playing the Arizona Lottery. Uh, they got their holiday scratchers out right now. Uh, it's going to be uh, fun. These are excellent Christmas gifts. You should go out there and buy tons of them for your family and friends. Uh, they make excellent stocking stuffers, so on and so forth. So uh, check it out. Uh, we actually have a scratcher to give away to one of us three, uh, and Eric is actually going to play this game. So I have a question for you guys. Okay. Whoever gets it right gets the one scratcher we get on this show. You keep Ooh. whatever money you get. Okay. Okay. Let's okay. go. Who is the one player on the Phoenix Suns tonight 
who had a worse field goal percentage than Devin Booker. It's got Booker be, shot two for twelve. It's got to be someone who went like one for something or zero oh for something. Um, With, you can't look at the box score. Yeah, I'm not I'm looking. Gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, say KD. <sighs> 11 for 30. Percentage wise, I think that's lower. That's pretty bad. Yeah. No, it's not lower. It's, it's not lower. lower. I'm gonna right, go. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Eubanks. I'm gonna go Yuda. It's Yuda. Yuda. Oh, nice. 0 for five. Ooh, 0 for Ouch. five. Everybody else had a couple book five. buckets and shot way less than book. So Gerald, I'm gonna bring this to you. Yeah. This is yours. There you go. All right. Well, hey, while he does that, scratchers. Uh, range anywhere from a dollar to twenty-five dollars and more, uh, and top prizes can be up to five hundred thousand uh, dollars. We'll see if Gerald. <laughs> if you wins. win five hundred grand, bro, you're well, not leaving he, the he studio. Can, he can't win five hundred grand on that one. The most he can win is five thousand. If you win five thousand, five hundred, five hundred. As we get later in the year, okay. these scratchers are going to get to the bigger boys. Yeah. Oh, so. of course. Okay. Of course. Uh, so go out and buy your holiday scratchers 500 today. Grand, you're not leaving, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Go out and buy your scratches today. Uh, and while we talk about the Arizona Lottery, we can talk about um, our new segment, which we are going to debut right now, Let's do which it. is Triple Money by Arizona Lottery, where we highlight the big three uh, and their performance or lack thereof. <sighs> uh, as you can see, Bradley B, a little MIA right here at Jesus, the bottom of the The screen. Grim Reaper guy. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, uh, Devin, Man, Bo- Devin Booker with the 855. And the plus minus at minus 15, which we all Damn, love to see because we fucking hate plus minus here. And then Kevin Durant, 34 and six with the plus minus of minus one. Uh, listen, everybody took an L tonight, mm-hmm. uh, but you don't have to if you just play the Arizona lottery. So there you go. Um, let's let's talk about Kevin Durant. Um, I thought he was good in spurts. Yeah, I thought he was erratic first game back from injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't I did. I was an. I felt really good about his performance in the fourth quarter because it looked like he was grooving. Yeah. But outside of that, it was kind of a meh game. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. It, it felt like he was in spurts looking good, and then he regressed a little bit. In fourth quarter, he looked terrific, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pissed off that he actually decided to pass that ball to Booker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or he wasn't passing to him the whole damn second half and then on that one play he decides let me go to book and try to you know book try to be a hero there but yeah it just seemed off all night bro and that's that leads it here's the amazing thing though guys is it, it blows my mind 10 for 30 10 for 30 11 for 30 11 yeah. for 30 mm-hmm. and the guy still gets 30 points yeah like yeah. that blows my mind but yeah it was uh one one great from kd tonight didn't feel fluid not, yeah, nothing felt in the flow tonight. Like, yeah. And I think part of that is because Book was getting locked up and then couldn't mm-hmm. move and wasn't attacking like he normally does in the second half after he rolled his ankle. I think part of it is this starting lineup. Normally, we've had Grayson Allen in Josh Okogie's place, yeah. not having that shooting and not only not having Grayson shooting, but replacing it with Okogie, who we know the spacing cramps mm-hmm. up when he's out there. And um, playmaking. Yeah. Yeah. Like his Grayson's a better passer. Yeah. He's a better facilitator all the way right. around. He's just a better offensive player than Josh Kogi. Yeah. And he's yeah. limited that way. It, it felt like a lot of the games early in the season that they played without Book, where KD was having to take a lot more shots than he normally would, where he was having to kind of force things because he felt the game was slipping away. Yeah. And because nobody else was really stepping up. So uh it's it's a tough loss it's only one loss honestly i don't care about the loss the flow of the game rotations anything at this point i think we're all in agreement that what we care about moving forward is what are we going to hear about books ankle yeah and that's it listen man i don't i don't want to get to a place where booker comes back and then kd has to leave and then kd comes back booker has to leave Beal comes back kd and booker have to leave like i just want them to be 
listen, you got to take care of your body. Yeah. And taking care of your body is more than just what you do off the court in terms of physical fitness and, and, and your, your nutrition. It's also being smart about injuries and really understanding the magnitude of them. And I'm sorry, but game 18 in Toronto is not valuable enough to try and push it in the, in this, at this time of the year, Mm -hmm. you know, you can cause yourself way more significant injury. And we've seen that with Devin Booker before. You know, I, I was watching that. And I go back some time. I'm the old head on this group, but you do. You remember Grant Hill. Mm-hmm. You remember Grant Hill in the playoffs. Sprained mm-hmm. ankle. Looked just like that. Mm-hmm. It was a playoffs. He kept playing. Played another game. And then and he played for three years. Yeah. Like, that can happen. That's a scary thing. Like, you can have an issue, and you can be out there laboring, and it can get significantly worse in that second half. And so it just didn't make any sense. I agree with both of y'all. That's a Frank thing. They got to they gotta pull him. And I do think we miss Nas tonight. Uh, I, I do think that Nas's ability to crash glass offense and defense, physicality, they felt like you you said it. They were bullying us. There was a part mm-hmm. of that game where it felt like bully ball. Yeah. And so it's just a tough night, man. Tough night in Toronto. Well, you, they could have used his athleticism and strength yeah. out there for sure because yeah. Toronto has like three yeah. or four guys exactly that same Exactly archetype. that same archetype, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um but there is one guy that that played very very well tonight, mm-hmm. and we got to give him his flowers because he is our big bright shining star, and that is Yusuf Nurkic. <laughs> look at my man Nurkic. Look at him. Look, He's look looking sh- like a yeah. porn star in that sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> sure right does. does man. Nick Locke over there. Look at this guy. <laughs> oh, Nineteen points, fourteen <laughs> rebounds, and six assists. I mean, pretty close to a triple double mm-hmm. uh, from Yusuf. Uh, he had some. Big time blocks. Too. Yeah, he did. And, and and those blocks really kept the Suns in the game at some yeah. key pivotal points. I thought this was Yusuf's best game of the season. Yeah. It yeah. was. It was. Those blocks came in the, at the right time. He was aggressive. And then he had that nice little post up in the paint where he went opposite shoulder, got the bank shot. And so uh he was terrific tonight, man. Um, I mean, he just <laughs> he, the best game of his life with the Suns. Happened to be Devin Booker's probably worst of his career, right? So that's, that's how that's how the shit works out. It's crazy. Tough. I I think I don't want to forget about his Chicago game because he did have a twenty seventeen eight game in that overtime did win it? over yeah, the Bulls. Right. So yeah. that was a good, that game, was a good too. game. But yeah. this was this was like a really quietly great game from him because it was one of those where we looked at the box score in the third or fourth quarter, whatever it was, and we we're like, oh shit, he's got seventeen eleven and. <laughs> Like five assists, he's been doing pretty great. Um, defensively, obviously, there was that one blow by that Dennis Schroeder had late in the game that put him up five and kind of yeah. put the icing on the cake there. But I thought defensively, he's he was better tonight, and he's been mm-hmm. better over the last couple of weeks. I think Frank Vogel is getting him locked in. I think he's in better shape than he was at the start of the Love season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the Suns have been okay defensively. They haven't been great, but they've been okay and I, I hope that they're able to continue building on that because the one big question with Nurk is whether he's going to be able to hold up when opponents target him in the playoffs. Yeah, We haven't seen definitive proof that he is, yeah. um, but at least he's progressing in a more positive direction. Yeah, I, listen, I, there's people that are kind of mixed on Yusuf's performance tonight. I, mm-hmm. listen, I thought he was, to me, like the first half, I didn't really notice him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he did his ter- typical Nurk things. And, yeah. Uh, but in the second half, I really did feel like he he made a pre- he he announced his presence, uh, especially in that fourth quarter. And I thought he was he was key at, at certain times on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and you got to give him credit for that. Like whether you you're a big fan of him or not, yeah, I just 
I was really happy with with his performance tonight. Um, you should put some money on him next time he there plays you because uh, you might win some. And you could do that by going to the DraftKings Sportsbook because uh, they got some great odds for you out there in the space. So check them out. <laughs> uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PHNX. New customers can get 150 Instant bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball uh, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PHNX. The crown is yours. And, folks, here I go. <sighs> Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.com. DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. There you go. There we go. That got uh, better as go. it went on. That that got got a little bit. Yeah, anyway. So um you, you don't have to be a hero by reading that that uh that was kind of that. you don't have to be a hero hey, by reading that that, that that ad read, but you could be a hero by getting some bread from Hero Bread. <laughs> there you go. There we go. There you go. You can be my hero, baby. Let's go. Uh <laughs> listen, the hero uh makes sliced breads, buns, and tortillas that are available at Hero. .co and Amazon high in fiber and ultra low net carbs and or sugar a uh, few calories fewer calories than most of your leading national brands 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving so listen if you're trying to be on a health kick and trying to watch uh, what you eat and you want the best of the best Hero Bread's the way to go. Uh, and right now, Hero Bread is offering listeners 10% off on their first order. Just go to hero.co and use Promo code PHNX to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. Now, um, we we let's let's talk a little bit. We 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 touched on Kevin Durant earlier. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the other guys. Okay. Um, some guys that you felt like stood out. Um, we talked about Jordan Goodman a little bit. I was really impressed by him. Everybody else, and here's the problem. Everybody else kind of just faded away, yeah. mm-hmm. and nobody really gave you anything that really stood out. Utah had a r- rough game. Air Gordon continues to try and test the trees in the middle of the key, and it never works out. The only way I feel like Air Gordon can be effective to the hoop is when he has the lane mm-hmm. and he's using the glass. I always feel like straight on Air Gordon is going to miss like 100% of the time is what yeah. I feel like. I could be wrong, but that's just what it looks like to me. Um, outside of that, any any takeaways that you guys had from this? Man, it this was tough. <laughs> no, I, you know it's it's tough. You you want to try to be positive, but it was just it just felt like a shitter tonight, man. It felt like no one had energy. It felt like no one yeah. brought it. Um, you saw some some things. KBD quietly did a couple little things in there that I wasn't, uh, you know, I was I was impressed with. But then he phased away. So, yeah, man, it's hard to pinpoint anything positive tonight, man. I would have liked to see a little more KBD minutes because in his first two, like one or two minutes on the court. Uh, he had a layup and then that and one yeah. on the loose ball that he got at five points really quickly. And then he only wound up playing 13 minutes for the game. Um, I thought Jordan Goodwin hit a couple of really tough shots again in the fourth quarter there to kind of keep the offensive float. We've seen him do that the last two games before yeah. this as well. So that would be a nice trend if it continues, continues you know, yeah. when when the big three are resting or whatever. Um, outside of that, it's kind of slim pickings like I, I did. 
I did like that Akogi, we talked a lot about him needing to do more. He had 10 and 7, got to the free throw line six times. Like, if you're not going to be able to knock down threes, getting to the free throw line is a really great way to put some points up on the board. I don't believe, maybe I'm wrong, I don't believe he attempted a three tonight, did he? He did not, no. Yeah. 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 and And he had... There was one particular possession at the end of the game mm-hmm. where I felt like if he was really feeling like confident from three, right. he'd have shot that from yeah, the corner. He but he was just like, ah, nah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, <laughs> yeah. again, we talked about in the pregame, one of the things about Josh Okoge is if if he's going to get some minutes at crucial times, mm-hmm. he's going to have to hit those shots. Yeah. He just is. Yeah. Like, every, every good 3 and D player in the league, uh, historically on any championship team has always been able to hit that corner three or at least hit a three in clutch situations when given the opportunity. Bruce Bowen, Bruce Bowen I was, was about to say the, that. the epitome of, of that, right? Of Didn't it. do shit out. Couldn't dribble. Yeah. Couldn't take it to the rack. <laughs> corner three, Dan, baby. Could he hit that corner three corner and play three. some bomb-ass defense? Bruce like, Bowen, definition so if, of it. So if Josh Okogie is going to get some significant minutes, he's going to have to hit that three. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, I said it the other day. He, you want him to make the three, but it's important to actually be willing to take it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, when you get to the point where the defense is like, bro, I know you're not even going to take it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's going to be hard to get you on the court. It's going to be hard to justify the minutes you, you're going to get if you're not even willing to take that shot. And we all cringed a little bit when he got that ball in that corner. I was like, oh. We all was like, oh, you going to do it, bro? You going to let it go? You gonna... And he did what we thought he would do. So, yeah, it was crazy. But... I, I think with a Kogi, we need to adjust our expectations to he's probably, unless you are ahead and need stops to keep the game in your favor, I don't think he's going to be on the floor late. Mm-hmm. I think they might, like we saw tonight, turn more towards Jordan Goodwin, who can do some of the same things mm-hmm. a Kogi does defensively, some of the same things as an offensive rebounder but isn't afraid to take shots. And when he's hitting, can really be an asset. Sometimes the shot selection can be a little questionable. We saw that earlier in the season, but he's been on a heater recently. So if this is something that he can build on and sustain, then maybe he's the guy that you look to. You deploy a Kogi in the first half, let him run rampant for 10, 12 Mm -hmm. minutes, and then you go to Goodwin for the second half. I'm not going to ask him this question. I know where he's going to go. (laughs) But how did you feel about Metu tonight? Metu was fine. Like he was fine. I, I, he didn't do much in the box score, but he had a couple. He hit a three. He had a couple of decent plays, and that's kind of all that you need out of him at this point. Especially, you know, Eubanks and Nurkic were both healthy, and he still got fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. two or three. Like, I felt like he could have been a little bit more aggressive on the offensive side. Yeah, there you go. To be honest with you, yeah, because nobody else was really clicking. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when you when you know your guys aren't clicking, that's your opportunity to be like, well, fuck. Let me try. That's right. You know what I mean? And I just, I know he's still trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. um, you know, fit, uh, find his role. And he doesn't want to do anything that's going to cause him to lose minutes. Right. right. So there's that hesitation. But again, like, I feel like Metu, I feel like Metu's starting to, yeah. to prove that he can play a little bit more and get more opportunities and be a little bit more assertive and not defer to everybody right off the bat. Yeah. Because um, I like his shot. I like it. Hey, him. it's a beautiful shot. <laughs> it's a beautiful shot when it goes in. Um, and, and when you know, it goes in is the key because he's shooting in. like coming into the night he was shooting like 29% from three limited attempts but yeah, yeah it hasn't been great so far I want to yeah. do a flex impersonation and can I ask you guys a question yeah, yeah. <laughs> when do we start being really worried about Yuta Ooh. I, I think th- it's too early it's still too early I think people were early like when he had that string of three or four games where he wasn't shooting the ball well but before that he was like a 40% shooter um 
people are going to overreact at this juncture of the season. I'm a little bit worried about his minutes at this point just because we've seen Nas come in and and be kind of that guy, that wing coming off the bench recently while Yuta was injured. Now Yuta's been back 0 for 5 tonight in 16 minutes. I know Frank Vogel likes that, you know, he knows where to rotate defensively and stuff, but it does seem like he's been just kind of outmatched on both ends so far. The corner three hasn't been falling like we thought it would. It's going to be one of those things where he's going to need to shoot himself out of this slump and prove that he deserves minutes over Nas at this point. I think Nas got him. Mm-hmm. I think Nas at this point got him. Mm-hmm. I do think that Metu has an opportunity now to carve, carve out some time of, of Yudas. I mm-hmm. really do. I mean, I'm not seeing enough from Yuda that makes me feel like he's significantly ahead of Metu right now. So this is, this is the problem um, that I think people are missing quite a bit. When you have one of your superstars, only one, yeah, and you have Yuta out there. You're asking Yuta to do more than he's really, than he was really brought in here to do. Correct. The whole reason why Yuta was going to be an answer in some of these cases is because you had two superstars, maybe three at a maybe time, three, yeah. um, on the court that is going to draw all that attention. Yep. Then he's wide open. Right now, those shots that he he was getting, you know, maybe in games one, game eight, nine, ten, whenever, when we both had. Book and KD, he's not getting those when it's just one of them on the court because the defense knows he's going to be the other threat in that corner. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, he's trying to force the issue and take the ball to the rack a little bit more. And it's just not there. It's just not there. It's not his game. Like, I feel like he'll settle back Mm -hmm. and get back into that groove once those guys come back into the fold. Uh, You know, and again, we're in game 18. Once we get to game 40, 41, I think we'll, we'll, we'll know. Who's yeah. going to be the ones that we could really count on um, for a duration of the time? So um, I just I think it's I think it's too early to really bail on on you for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think anyone's going to bail on him yet. He's he's a good basketball player, but you nailed it. I think he's a systematic basketball player that takes advantage of the situations when they present themselves, and he hasn't had too many of the situations present themselves like he was like he like they expected him to. Yeah with two or th- three guys on the court. So it's way too early, man. He's a good basketball player. I don't like him missing free throws, man, as a shooter. Yeah, no. It bothers me. Yeah, for so sure. So he's in his head a little bit, I think. Yeah, a little bit. And he will he has time to get right. Like, again, it is November. We are not even in December. Yeah. Most people don't even start paying attention to the NBA until Christmas. So um, <laughs> it's it's too early to be overly concerned. It is a little bit early to be looking at Nas and thinking, okay, this guy might be moving ahead of him in the pecking order. And I just looked it up. I'm surprised at this a little bit because of the way that the conversation around Utah has been. But coming into tonight, shooting 38% from three, which is not nowhere near as good as his career-high 44% last year, but 38% is still very good. How many attempts? Above average. Uh, 3.6 attempts, which is also a career-high for him. So he's playing more minutes than he ever has. He's taking more threes than he ever has. Still shooting 38%. It's going to go down after tonight, obviously. Um, but it's really not as bad as we've made it sound. No, like he's shooting like sub 34%. No, he'll, he'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. Um, I don't know if we'll be fine, though, because our bets look like crap. <laughs> <laughs> took another L tonight. It's brutal. Um, you know, we all took L's tonight, every single person. Uh, so, you know, hey, what are you going to do? The leaderboard looks like shit. Uh, I think I'm at minus, yeah, there it is, minus 71. Uh, Lindsay lost, so she's now coming back to the 
to, to reality at, at $118 <laughs> positive. Uh, Flex minus 35 and Espo is uh, the Titanic just falling all the way to the bottom of the ocean right now at minus 137.50. So uh, not not too good for the home teams. No, no. It's, we, we got, got a long season to go. It is a long, but, uh, it's a long season. We're going to need to start stringing some wins together. We yeah. Can't. Yeah, we can't have we a graphic can. with all negatives by the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, no, guys. no. We, we'll, we'll figure this out. We'll, okay. we'll get this right. Uh, right. We did last year. I have confidence we'll do it again this year. Um, so we'll see. But uh, this Friday, the the Nuggets are coming to town. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get any easier for the Suns. Mm-hmm. They have a back-to-back Friday, Saturday. Friday against the Nuggets. Saturday against the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, and you can catch all those games on Arizona's Family Sports. Uh, it's all you need. Uh, and, and all you need is an antenna. That, that's it's that simple. All you need is an antenna. We actually have one here in the office mm-hmm. uh, because I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a, a little knowledge if you haven't figured it out. If you have an antenna and you hook it up directly to your TV, your feed is going to be about 30 seconds to a minute faster than any stream you're going to watch. And why do I know that? It's because every time I watch a game, Johnny ruins it all, is back there. Johnny and ruins he knows, it all. He knows all the answers before anything has happened in the game when we're streaming it. Bro. So I have deferred to the antenna TV so that way I get it as soon as he gets Bro. it. Bro, Espo is the one that's always asking and peeking over and dropping subtle hints. I, I stay quiet. I know it's going to happen, but I stay quiet. I keep it to myself. So uh, so you get that so you can watch all the games. Uh, and if you can't uh, – if you can't support your Phoenix Suns courtside, you should watch them couch, uh, couch side. Wherever you live in Arizona, visit azfamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your uh, in your area. AZ Family is a great resource to help you find Phoenix Suns games on, on Arizona Family Sports. Uh, today, the Suns were not very good. Um, you might say that, you know, the sky's not falling, mm-hmm. okay? The floor's not the ceiling. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get some good flooring, you can go to Empire. <laughs> I've tried so hard. <laughs> I've tried so hard with these transitions. Oh, uh, I could have said there was a lot of loose it. balls today, and then the Suns were diving all over the floor. There you go. Speaking of flooring, you can go Sounds to good. Empire mm-hmm. today. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can get uh, shop at home convenience uh, with the right product for your needs. Quick and professional installation and a price match guarantee. Empire today is the best place to get your new roofing. Or, I'm sorry, flooring. Uh, so, of course, they have... Uh, they have copycats, but Empire today can't be beat on quality, service, speed, and they won't promise the lowest prices because anyone who does uh, knows that they're putting flooring in your home that wouldn't be very good. So uh, they they are very high quality. Schedule uh, a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive up to $350 off on a discount when you use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. We're actually going to have some flooring installed here, and we'll be able to show you what it looks like because it's going to be big and beautiful. So there you go. Um, All right, guys. Uh, I don't really know what else to talk about. To well, be honest with you, you guys have oh there were some updates. There were some updates. We'll we'll get to those in a second. But I'm just kind of curious. What we're not doctors. We don't know the extent of the ankle injury. But if you had to guess, percentage chances that Devin Booker plays on Friday? Zero. Zero. <laughs> Shit. No zero. Zero. I'm telling you zero. <laughs> I, I was mean, gonna go like five. We but, we've yeah. all listen. We've all <clears throat> sprained our ankles mm-hmm. at one time or another, mm-hmm. and um. Some of them are minor. Yeah, that did not look minor no. to me, because um, especially the way he was limping. Because sometimes when you tweak your ankle, 
tweaking is okay. Yeah. Because you, you can kind of you can kind of like work it out. And it might be sore the next day, but you know you're gonna be okay, right? Yeah. But that one I can guarantee you is swollen right now. Um, he didn't ice it right away. Nope. And so I don't know what's happening. In my estimation, he's not gonna play these two games. I'm praying and hoping that he will be back for the for the in season tournament game against the Lakers in LA. Because mm-hmm. I don't really want to see KD in the squad solo again yep. without Devin Booker there. It would just be really, really awful. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna be brutally honest. I'm I'm worried about Tuesday. I, I think he won't play Friday or Saturday. And I I got a question. How much do you want this in-season tournament? If he's not right, you can't play him. No. You can't play him. It's not that important. Um, I I think it's a big enough tweak that we're going to be sitting here Tuesday wondering if Devin's going to play or not. Um, I think if it's close, I think if it's close, if he's like 90%, then I think he'll play. Because I feel like... When you get close to the end of an ankle injury, yeah, you can play playing, through it, yeah, and, that and, and, and it helps a yeah. little bit. So yeah. I, I'm not too worried. But listen, you got five days yeah. to get that shit right, and I don't know if that's yeah. going to be enough. Yeah. I wouldn't even send him to Phoenix, bro. I send his ass right to L.A. and start getting treatment in L.A. so you ain't got to get on another plane. <laughs> I'm telling you, you want him to play Tuesday? Right to L.A., buddy. We're going to get treatment around the clock, and we'll see you at the arena on Tuesday. My question is who is going to stop him if he wants to play, though? Yeah, tonight, oh, based shit. on tonight, nobody. It might be James Jones now. Because yeah. I, I know based on what you were hearing and what I was hearing coming off the the calf strain, they were more careful coming back. Yes. They, they did their due diligence this time. Yep. They didn't rush anything because, you know, if you fuck with that, you can end a career real yep. quick. But this is just, just an ankle sprain. So. Yeah. Is he going to have that same patience, especially with the season that he's had so far that's been so up and down, so many different little nagging injuries? Is is he going to force the issue or not? Okay. Um, we heard from Frank Vogel tonight, Dwayne Rankin, uh, bringing this on Twitter. Uh, Frank Vogel said he was just trying to tough it out in terms of Booker playing. We all know that. When asked about Booker's status Friday, facing the defending champion Nuggets, Vogel said he's concerned, but we'll see how he responds. He so playing. if he's concerned now already, he's not playing. Yeah, he's not I playing. would be shocked if he plays on Friday. And I'd be shocked if he plays on Saturday, too, honestly. Yeah, he, he's not playing this weekend, man. I'm, I'm telling you, he's not playing this weekend. And Tuesday is going to be questionable. I, I don't think mm-hmm. this is a clear cut. He's playing Tuesday. The one thing that you said that worries me a little bit mm-hmm. is, you know, the calf injury came right after him coming back from an ankle injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he baby try to push yep. it. Yep. So now you got to play the same game. Hey, Devin, if you're not right, <laughs> we're not going to play musical chairs here. Left, you sprained left ankle, right calf hurt, right ankle, left calf hurt. We're not doing that. Yeah. It's just not worth it. And and with the issues we got with Brad, and no, it, it's not worth it. So Again, the, 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 the goal <clears throat> is the championship. Yes. It's not the end season tournament championship. No. It's the NBA finals. Yeah. Like that's what, that's where you raise the banner. Like I, yeah. I love the in-season tournament. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. And I think, you know, if you're 95, 90%, go ahead, push yourself through it. That's fine. But if you're still 50, 60%, it's just not worth it. We've seen Devin Booker at times be able to overcome some injuries and still play like, like he's been Devin Booker. Yeah. We've also seen times where he's been out there and you're like kind of wondering he's a little bit off. It's just not quite clicking. Last year against the Nuggets, Nuggets, yeah, is a perfect example. Um, uh, you know, the the year or two years before that, the NBA Finals, 
Um, in game six against yeah. the the Bucks, he was still struggling there with a the hamstring. hamstring. Like, yeah. there's just things where I'm like, just get right, get mm-hmm. right, and the time will come for you to have to push it, and you'll have your Isaiah Thomas limping up the down <laughs> the 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 court moment and scoring 25 in the third quarter and all that stuff. Yeah, that'll come, yeah. but it's not right now. It's not in game 18, and it's not against the Toronto Raptors. Okay. Yeah. Just chill. And, yeah. I, and I do have to remind the chat because I'm seeing so much talk about made a glass injury prone. Yeah, Anthony stop. Davis has played more games. Than, okay, first of all, Anthony Davis has not played more games than Devin Booker. I'm sorry. Just go look at the numbers for the last three or four seasons. He played three games more than Book last year. And after that, it's like 20 less games, 30 less games. So stop that. Second of all, like this is a tough one because to start the year, it has been a lot of like fluke injuries or things that you're like, okay, yeah, he's a little injury prone. Tonight he landed on some dude's foot. Like that's going to happen to anybody if you land on a dude's foot like that. Like the way that he rolled it on the replay was rough. You could see his reaction on the bench. That shit hurt, and he knew it was bad from the start. I wish they would have kept him out there to save him from himself, but it is what it is. So, you know. I hate the injury prone thing because these dudes are in like a hundred times better shape than anybody in the chat or anybody on this panel. I think he was more frustrated. I think, I think when he went to the sideline, he was frustrated. I think he put, he put that towel over his face. Maybe he's a little emotional, Yeah, but I listen, you get banged up like that. Yeah. Now three times in the first 18 games. Yeah. You're going to be pissed. Yeah. You're going to be upset because Mm -hmm. you want to be out there and play. And so he's playing some of the best basketball career. You know, I want to say this because you brought this up and Mm. I think it's a good time. Me Me and Eric were talking about this the other day. So he's had these injuries this year, ankle and calf. You know, Devin had the history with the hamstring and the groin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now he's done and this is something this is this is real talk, man. This guy is finally invested in what like getting getting a real team around him for the groin and the hamstring. Mm-hmm. For the first time in his career, he hired a personal person that's working with him daily, travels with him, does certain things with him, and the hammies and the groin are like like what are we talking about? Like we we got a like a we got a yoga guru or something like that? No, no, a, a profession I, I <laughs> She used to be Chris Paul's personal groin person. Okay. And when Chris moved on, Devin has hired that team. Okay. okay? So this person is a, a, a guru at groins and hamstrings. Okay. And this is the first time in his career that he's done this. And this that's a, that's a hefty investment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're investing for someone to basically travel with you around the clock and, yeah. and do certain things. And I feel terrible that, you know, he he's done that. He's taken that step. And then these things have been so fluky. It's mm-hmm. like. Yeah. It's a tough break. And so when I see people talking, you don't know the work these guys put in behind the scenes, the effort, the monetary stuff that comes in to keep their bodies, uh, you know, well-oiled machine. And he's kind of feel snake bin. So I think that towel moment was a little bit like, damn, I'm trying to do everything right. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. I'm just catching bad breaks. So uh, it could be worse, guys. Let's let's just hope he uh, gets through this. Espo just texted me and said, uh, personal groin person i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to just go right by because listen because listen like there's certain topics and there's certain subjects that Mm -hmm. you just don't want to touch yeah i'm (laughs) sorry you were so close to so we we moved on by it like come on man come on you gotta give me that one i'll give you that one i'll give you that one i did say that right i did say that yeah it's all good y'all know what i mean i knew what you meant but listen like you need a specialist to be able to he he had been banged up with that hamstring and that groin too many times. Yeah. And yeah. 
it's it's a flexibility issue. Yeah. It's it's a longevity issue. You got to make sure that you're in, in in proper condition and shape, especially when the weight of the franchise is on your shoulders like Devin Booker has it right now. Like he's got to make sure he's good. So I'm glad that he did that. Yeah. It, it will pay off. Mm-hmm. It, it's just right now, like you said, he's getting some fluky things happening to him and um, they'll get past it. Yeah. Yeah. So Suns fans, we just need you to call your parents, forgive the people that have wronged you, <laughs> seek forgiveness from the people that you have wronged because we got to turn this juju around for whatever Seriously. has cursed this collective fan base. It's insane. I, I just want to see the big three play together. We I thought know. we were so close a few weeks back. So close. And now it feels like this. this we actually got closer today for yeah. like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> when did we start the- blaming the pants? Now, if, it's, oh, if the, it's going down. Well, let's just say this. Okay. We, we've we obviously tested this, mm-hmm. and the purple pants don't mean shit if they're not here in the That's studio. right. Oh, That's right. Okay. That's true. So, Streak still, still alive. They still work. Streak is still alive. Mm-hmm. It yep. just it has to be here. It has to be in a seat, and it has to be Espo. Purple. Stop having birthdays, Espo. Yeah, seriously, man. <laughs> Come You're on, like a bro. week-long celebration, Like dude. 60 years old already. We need the purple pants presents. They have to be present. <laughs> yes, exactly. So... Um, real quick, let's talk about the in-season tournament since we talked about that in pregame. We'll, we'll wrap it up here sure. with that. But in-season tournament, uh, the the bracket as it lays out, the the Suns will take on the Lakers, and then the Kings will take on the Pelicans. I'm glad the Pelicans got in over the Rockets because I felt like the Pelicans were a little bit more of a a sure you know a surefire West contender as mm-hmm. opposed to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To me, there would have been a little bit of a flukiness yeah. about the Rockets being in there. Uh, the Kings are a very good team. They came back from 24 down last night, one by one against the Warriors. Um, the West is going to be fun to watch these games. I, I'm really excited. Even if Devin Booker doesn't come back, I still feel like Kevin Durant is good enough. And the players, more importantly, I think have learned a couple lessons yeah. from playing the Lakers the first couple times mm. that they'll, they'll they'll put it together, I think. I agree. It's the third time. And the Lakers are also banged up now, too. They're banged up, too, yeah. This will be the third time, and I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I think uh, KD, what I book, KD, and that supporting cast, they've learned some lessons. They make a couple corrections. They could they could have won both those games. So it, it's not all it's not all loss. If Devin's out, uh, KD can handle the floor. And, hey, who knows? Maybe we get in there, get upset, right, with our book. Because it would probably be the underdog. So you can get a dub, and then... Get Devin back in Vegas. That's yeah. cool, too. And then in the East, the Celtics are playing Indiana Pacers. in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And then the Bucks are playing... Who's the other one? Bucks, Bucks, are, Bucks are playing the Knicks. Knicks. The Knicks, yeah, yeah in Bucks Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to think it's going to be a Bucks-Celtics Eastern final. I mean, fun, Indy's fun man. to watch, though. I mean, Indy's, man, they, they're one of the highest-scoring teams yeah. in the league. Almost they can shoot, yeah. they can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, they got my guy Benedict Matherin and TJ McConnell, two <laughs> Wildcats on this team. Okay. I mean, okay. how can you not <laughs> love <laughs> McConnell? He's not even playing right now. I don't care. <laughs> He's always going <laughs> to be TJ. TJ. Okay, go uh, TJ. Um, <laughs> I am really excited about this, not just because you get to see a team like the Pacers that They've been really good. They've been really but good. But will they be in the final four of the East this year? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to put teams that might not make it that far in the playoffs into this environment where it's win or go home. Mm-hmm. It's single elimination. Yeah. Like if Jason Tatum has an off shooting night, we're going to see get somebody beat. else advance. Like it's fun because these matchups could be previews of what we see playoff time, or they could just be fun one-off flukes that have greater significance because these guys all want to win this thing. Yeah. Like I, I think that was missed on a lot of people that kind of shrugged off the in-season tournament. Like 
These guys are competitive no matter what. If it's just a regular season game in November, they still want to go out there and win because they're some of the most competitive people on planet Earth. You put even a $500 or $500,000 cash prize in there and just the boasting rights of being able to say, yeah, we won the in-season tournament, we're going to see some really fun basketball. And that's what we've seen in the group play stage. Like these guys trying to rack up the point differential, trying to get back in games that maybe normally they would have packed it in. Yeah. Like it's it's appealing to their better senses as competitors in that way. And so I'm really excited that we don't normally get to see a bracket with a single elimination NBA playoff game. We see game sevens where it's do or die and the basketball can be a little bit sloppy, but we don't see just like a wow. winner go home type environment. So I'm looking re- forward to it a lot. I really hope Devin Booker is healthy for it because this would be 10 times more fun for us yeah. Suns fans if he is. Uh, but even if he's not, it's definitely basketball that has my attention now. Yeah, I think that also could could have contributed to Devin's frustration tonight as well. Yeah. Because he was... He's he's taking oh, this seriously, yeah. and mm-hmm. he wants to play in this he thing. Wants to. I think he understands what Vegas could look like, and I think he wants to play in that environment. Yep. Um, so I think that probably contributed to his frustration. Um, also, okay, let me ask you guys this. Okay, as we stand right now, mm-hmm. um, who do you think is coming out of the West? <laughs> who do you think is coming out of the East? <sighs> Damn, dog. You know I had to do that. Damn, you know dog. So if I, I had to pick today, go ahead. I'll start. Go ahead, you start. Ahead. If I had to pick today, mm-hmm. based on <clears throat> health. Everybody and how they're playing, I probably would go the Kings because mm-hmm. okay. I think they're playing a high level of basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're grooving. They got great chemistry and everybody's healthy. Yeah. Um. And I'd probably go Celtics. Okay. In the in the East, that'd be fun. I yeah. Mean, it would be fun. That, that would be, be fun. fun. It would be fun. I, I really like that matchup. Um. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm gonna assume Devin's not playing. Let's, mm-hmm. Can we do that? Yeah. yeah. Sure. I'm gonna assume Devin's gonna miss this tournament, and and if he misses the tournament, uh, I like I still like the Bucks in the East, and I and I kind of tend to lean towards the Kings. I think this though, if Devin doesn't play Tuesday, I think he plays Thursday. Oh, if they advance, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. If they no. win Tuesday. I feel like a week he'll he'll play he'll play on Thursday, yeah. especially in Vegas. Oh we're, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna need KD and them boys yeah. to, to, to to show out. To, yeah. yeah, to to make you know two day two losses, man. Yeah. Make make good on that. Get get this one for gonna for need Grayson to come back from whatever <laughs> Nasir nice whatever's going Grayson. on with him. He probably had some bad hot pot in New York and yeah and. Yeah, it just did not good do good on the old. I'm wondering if he system. ran into Lindsay somewhere, man. Because he is, yeah. Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay's under the weather. Yeah, under the weather, man. Grayson so under the weather. Grayson's under the weather. Yeah. But uh, can I ask you all this? I'm glad. I want your answer. I, I mean, before tonight, it would have been Sun Celtics. Now, for me, I think it's Kings Celtics. I think the Kings are playing really good ball. But I will say, the Pelicans, mm-hmm. they're they're kind of a pesky, Alvarado. tricky little team. I'm like, right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That'll never not crack me up. But um I, I honestly think whoever wins Kings Pelicans is probably gonna come out of the West now just because of what Health we saw stuff. from Booker yeah. tonight. Yeah. yeah. Is there real quick, is there one that y'all like I got a, uh I looked at the bracket and I'm like, man, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Is, outside is of the one? Suns, yeah, if there was the a Suns, matchup yeah. I would love to see, yeah, it would be Kings Pacers. There you go. Yeah. That'd be fun. I, that would be a fun I would love that. That'd be game, a fun bro. final game. Be and also, to just a, a giant middle finger to the rest of the NBA. Yeah, right. Like these two small market teams can Indiana compete. Sacramento, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, let's go, man. And it's fun because we could appreciate the matchup and not have to deal with narratives like, is anyone watching the NBA finals? Are the yeah. ratings gonna be de- like fuck off? Can we just enjoy one fun basketball game between exactly. two high scoring teams? I love let's it. Let's do that. 
Yeah. That's, and plus, cool. like the small market teams, if they're good, deserve love. Yeah. Like I think Indiana should be on some of these nationally, you know, these national games because they're a hot ticket right now. Yeah. They're a good basketball team. Like mm-hmm. you got they're they're must see TV right now. If they you are. haven't watched Orlando, I, same Orlando, thing. Yeah. The same like, thing. You guys, I hated that they didn't get in. We got bro. some yeah. surprises. <laughs> out there that people are either sleeping on or they don't want to give respect to. Um, And that's why, like, for me, the NBA scheduling is a little jacked up. I feel like they should have, you know, maybe the first month, cool, you have your your slotted teams. But then it should be kind of like, okay, we're going to pick a couple games of the week instead of just locking into, like, oh, it's going to be Lakers-Celtics because we know, well, if LeBron and AD aren't playing for the Lakers, do I really want to watch this game? No. Facts. So, And even with LeBron and AD, like, no disrespect, but this is a middle of the road team this year. Yeah, they're eleven and eight, and they have a negative point differential. Like they're not, they're yeah. not elite at anything right now. Maybe they figure it out. Maybe they make some trades or something. But right now, the Lakers are just. Meh. Yeah, they're there. I agree. Yeah, well, uh, we have a lot of super chats to get to. Okay, um, so we're gonna wrap up the show with that. Uh, Rusty Shackleford said, "I know we won't win every game, but this one was frustrating. Books should not have come back, and Raptors could not miss pain." Ah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, Rusty. Rusty. That's exactly yeah. what we said. Uh, Psycho Blue said, "Never forget, we are the curse. <laughs> Take the weekend off, book." That's yeah. why I'm saying, call your parents, apologize. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Uh, Joshua Cosner, I think is his first super chat. I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Seemed like a bit uh, of a lax in defense tonight. Also missing Devin 20, 20 more points still early in the season. A million percent. I thought defensively was probably a little bit more of a disappointment. It felt like yeah. the Raptors were getting too many easy buckets, too many wide open shots, and then too many second chance points at key opportune times. Yeah. Um, so uh, Big Vernon. This game is on the refs and Vogel with the dumb sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was uh, really on the refs. No. I know a lot of people were complaining about the Suns not getting as many calls as the Raptors. So maybe you have some validation. The to Suns that, took two more free throws than the Raptors. I'll say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Adam Silverman agree completely about Vogel needing to sit a hurt Booker in game 18. This is the type of game we will need to win in the playoffs. Physical and refs call uh, a little saw good, good work, work. Replacing replacing the boss. I think in refs the boss. call little like refs don't blow their whistles yeah, they a don't lot call as much and then saw good work replacing the boss tonight in the host chair ah, oh gotcha Got yeah. It. Yeah. uh yeah she is the boss on this show for sure <laughs> except uh, for reading super chats though except, yeah <laughs> and then uh leo barrientos uh said off topic but detroit is on a 15 game losing streak <laughs> this one's on money <laughs> we just got a punch down huh? i mean Man, it is rough out there in Detroit right now, man. I, I, it is. I don't know what to say about that. I've, I've not watched a lot of Pistons games. They've been missing obvious... a lot of key players, though. Like, yeah. I don't think they have their best one or their second best one in Bogdanovich. I think he's been hurt for most yeah, of the Bogey year. Yeah, Bogey was hurt. Um, Still, 15 games. No, 15 is a lot. 15 is a lot. Bro, that contract he got, bro. <sighs> do you think he? Do you think he? Uh, you think he gets through that contract in Detroit? <laughs> At this rate, no. Considering most NBA coaches don't, I would probably say no. Wow. But it's still early. That, that was one hell of a contract. What was it, seven years? Seven, yeah, seven years. Yeah. It, mean, was it was a lot of money. It was At the time he signed it, it was the biggest contract ever mm-hmm. for an NBA head coach. Yeah, mm-hmm. still is. So. I, then Pop has no. Pop extension, no. Am I, I think tripping? Pop is higher annually. Annually, but not as you're long. right, you're right. Okay. Long All term, right. you're right, so yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you guys in the super in the chat for for giving us your feedback, uh, both good and bad, mm-hmm. um, and both good and awful. 
uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I hope I did Lindsay's service uh, or justice here mm-hmm. in this chair. Yep. Uh, I think we all did a pretty solid job. Yeah. You know, and unlike the Suns, uh, my team stepped up and helped me out. So there you go. <laughs> uh, you please leave us a like as, on your way out. Uh, and until next time, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And you can follow uh, Flex at Flex from Jersey. And then you can follow the show at PHNX Suns, uh, PHNX underscore Suns on Twitter as well. And on Instagram, we have our own Instagram as the Suns and PHNX Sports on Instagram. So uh, until next time, uh, yes, Girth Jr., I will get a haircut. I promise you. <laughs> uh, my barber's down in Tucson. It was just a whole thing. So uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, and I will let Gerald take us home. Call your parents. Apologize. <laughs> beg forgiveness. We got to turn this curse around. <laughs> See you guys next time.